Stop acting small. You are the universe in ecstatic motion. Hello and welcome to Mindfully Thrive with me, your host, Ella Humphreys. This is the podcast that celebrates the present. The joy is where we are the journey it's taken to get here, and the ability to see our greatness for the future. We celebrate female founders, adventure seekers, and creative entrepreneurs who are building their dreams alongside raising babies and any other life commitments that can so easily distract us from the path we truly desire. This is the podcast about coming back to who we are in this life and that our dreams, goals, and ambitions are valid and possible while also being a loving and present parent. This week's quote by Rumi is a favourite of my guest today, Jen Stevens. A best-selling author, spiritual life and business coach, today Jen shares her insights and understandings on all things manifesting. We find out how we can get ourselves into alignment, how getting happy isn't enough to get that dream house, and what you can do today to build the life you're longing for. Jen, welcome to Mindfully Thrive. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, it's great to see you and have this chat together today. Um, I always start with three questions that I love to ask my guests. And what are you grateful for today? Hmm. Um, Today, I am, this week, I should say, I've been extra grateful for my cat, which sounds so silly, but actually last week she had a little bit of a uh, health bump. So um, I'm really happy that everything is okay with that. And I'm super grateful. Mm. Yeah. So that's at the top of my mind today. Mm. Having a pet is very special, I think. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And what does thrive mean to you or look like for you? Um, thrive to me would mean um, just, you know, doing your thing to the best of your ability, really embodying uh, whatever message or whatever mission is on your soul and, um, m- putting your words or your work into the world in a way that feels really aligned. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. what does an ideal morning look like for you? You morning um, person? Yeah, I am actually a morning person. Surprisingly. Um, I always meditate. Like I, always do a 10 minute meditation before I even get out of bed. Um, and then I have my coffee and all that stuff. And then I do some journaling and those two things I find really grounding. Um, yeah, I'm pretty like, I really like to make sure that those are happening. So yeah, definitely my must do's. Great. Uh, very similar here. <laughs> so you're a life coach and your work is centered around helping people manifest a life of their dreams. My yes, question- that's right. My question for you is, have you always known about deliberately creating the life um, that you desire? (laughs) And how did it look like previous to this life that you're living right now? 
Um, yeah, so no, I definitely did not always know about this. <laughs> um, I have it. I, I'm pretty honest about my sort of dark night of the soul story. So at one point in time, I had a completely different life. I was married and had a business with my husband. And then overnight, that all fell apart. So I went from being married and living in this flat and having this business, to having none of that, mm. um, which was obviously very upsetting at the time. But, uh, you know, through that event, that led me to asking questions about who am I? What do I want? What is important to me? And eventually I became really attracted to the spiritual stuff that I had honestly um, like when I was younger, when I was a teenager, I was more into that stuff. And then I kind mm -hmm. of put it away and didn't really think about it. So it kind of led me back to that and to really working on my relationship with myself and, you know, going after the things in life that I really wanted. Mm. So, yeah. So you mentioned a little bit about having that spiritual life as a teenager. Were you brought mm -hmm. up spirit religious or spiritual? Oh, uh, yeah, I was raised Catholic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but um, so I guess maybe that's where like, I like still doing like rituals. Maybe that's where that's come from. But yeah, when I was a teenager, though, I was definitely like haunting the bookstore and reading like witch books and stuff like that. Oh, and I, wow. bought my, I bought my tarot cards that I still have today when I was 14. <laughs> so um, yeah, so like, I, I was a little bit questioning that stuff back then. And then I don't know. I kind of let it. <laughs> Life takes over, doesn't it? Sometimes. And how did you, in those times when you, like you said, the dark night of the soul? What small mm -hmm. steps do you remember taking? Those initial sort of making those changes to gradually get yourself up and out of that feeling of darkness. Yeah, I think um, it's. I mean, it honestly took a while, but I just really got good at listening, noticing where my desires were and then following those desires, which is sounds like such a simple thing. But um, the place that I'd been living in before, I guess I, you know, I was, had put up blinders to all kinds of things. So it was, it was really, um, yeah, a lot about listening to myself, listening to uh, what my soul wanted. So yeah, it, it was, um, I would see people in the world that were talking about meditation and stuff like that. And I'm like, huh, maybe I should try this again. So just kind of following the curiosities. And then eventually I got really, really obsessed with everything. And I was like reading all the books and watching all the YouTube videos and really going in deep, but it just, it started off as just following curiosity. Yeah. And how would you suggest then if someone is in that place where they're struggling to see positivity or looking for making the changes that they feel quite a big gap between where they are and where they want to go or that mm -hmm. dream, not even necessarily that dream life, but right. just making some big steps towards it. How would you suggest yeah. they start that? Yeah. I mean, that it, it is really hard. And I, I always uh, say, like, if I could go back and tell myself that was in that real dark period, that everything's going to be okay, I probably wouldn't have believed myself. <laughs> mm. So I know mm. how hard that can be. Um, I would just say, you know, take it one day at a time, take it one step at a time, and just, you know, making a little tiny bit of progress might not seem like a big deal in the mm. moment. It might be really hard for you to take that first step in the moment, but over time, 
it it compounds and it becomes bigger and it makes more of an impact everywhere. And it's it's just so interesting how making even just the smallest changes and little things in your life can turn into big things later on. So you just have to trust the process and keep going, even though it might not feel like you're making progress at first. <laughs> and what would you say is the process? So this quote of trusting the process that we see, I mean, I use it all the time. Yeah. I do say it to myself, <laughs> just trust the process. What does that mean to someone who might not necessarily have the terminology that us who maybe know the law of attraction and all of that world, what does it right. actually practically mean to do? I, I would say like following the nudges. Like, so my example was like, I would see people talking or hear people talking about meditation or something like that. And then, you know, a little question mark would come up in my mind and I'm like, hmm, maybe I should explore that a little more. Um, I know in the beginning when you don't have that co-creation relationship and you're not in your trust muscles, mm. um, it can be hard. It can feel like, what am I doing? I'm being a crazy person, mm. <laughs> but um, you have to kind of, yeah, trust that, that there is something beyond that you are being led to and just kind of say yes to the little things. I know um, people want like a big, like a billboard with a sign mm. saying Do this, but it's not like that. Like you have to learn how to um, see the thing, the possibility in the world, and then say yes to that possibility by pursuing it and seeing what works for you and what doesn't. And it, it does take a little bit of time, especially in the beginning. Mm. But yeah. So, so those nudges that come your way, would you say mm. that they are manifestations? They are. Um, I think they're signs. I don't think they're manifestations. So I think a manifestation is when you consciously are like, I want this thing to happen. And then you kind of wait for guidance and do take actions and do your healing and then make that thing happen. Um, but I think we're all being given divine guidance. I think um, you get pings, you get downloads, like an idea will pop in your head. Um, there'll be a weird synchronicity in your life. Like these are the things that are happening all the time for everybody. Mm -hmm. um, but for me personally, like I said before, I went, had my dark night of the soul and found my spiritual awakening stuff. Like I wasn't really open to that stuff mm -hmm. then. So it took a little time to start to see that stuff. And do you feel like where you're at now, you wouldn't be here in this place had you not had that real shock, that real change? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I wonder about that. Mm. Um, but I think sometimes when you are not in your alignment, the universe is like, okay, I'm taking away all your safety blankets. <laughs> it's time for you to go swim in the ocean. <laughs> um, Wake up. At, yeah. I don't, I don't know that I probably wouldn't be living in Berlin for one thing if that hadn't happened, but yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe I would have come back to that stuff eventually, but maybe not in like, I really felt like it was feeding my soul and I really felt like it was a spiritual awakening and maybe it would have come back in a less intense form mm -hmm. without that. And so when you mentioned um, about the pings and the downloads and the the guidance leading to a manifestation. Mm -hmm. um, could you go into that in a little bit de of detail? Like, I think sometimes we expect the house to just drop in our feet. Yeah. 
and itself. <laughs> and so we're all just sort of dwindling along, waiting for this big thing. Right. Not realizing um, we actually have a very big part to play. Yeah, absolutely. In that creation. <laughs> um, so for me, when I explain manifestation, manifestation is largely, I would say, about healing and about coming into your true self-worth. Um, so when we're born, we are just little balls of potential, <laughs> right? And dreams and energy and excitement and all of that stuff. And then, you know, you grow up a little bit and you're excited about something and then, you know, your mom or somebody says something like, oh, well, you can never have that. And then you start to, you know, bring yourself down and you start to believe in your limitations and you start to have limiting beliefs and all this programming about what you can and can't have. Um, so for me, manifestation is going in and looking at that stuff. I should say the process of manifestation is going in and looking at that stuff, looking where the blocks are inside of you, looking where you're saying no to yourself and where you've picked up that programming and then healing that. And then from that place, you can expand into the things that you want. Okay. So the work is on your own self-worth first yeah. Yeah, before absolutely. you then sort of look for the external evidence yeah. yes such. absolutely yeah would yeah, you say so people come to me for manifestation they always want the the how like the how? actions what do i do <laughs> <laughs> now quick and, yeah exactly and action is important but i really strongly believe that without the healing the action is just you know might not work the way you want it to but if you take that healing step first and do the recoding and all of that stuff then the action becomes more powerful. So mm -hmm. most of the time in like what I say the muggle world is like, we're trying to manifest things like manifestation is just making something happen. So people are doing this all the time, mm -hmm. but most people are doing it in a very scattered way. That's draining and takes a lot longer than it has to. So yeah, the inner work is definitely the most important piece. So as we kind of think about that and what they've, what your clients come to you asking for, what is a, a way of speeding up that process then? Would you say it was the, the tackling of the worth? Yeah, the healing stuff. Yeah, anything. Yeah, basically um, I have a monthly membership site and there's a bunch of uh, hypnosis audios in there mm -hmm. where I take you through various ways to look into your subconscious mind and see what you need to heal. So yeah, when you have that stuff more healed and like, I'm not going to say you ever get to a perfect point mm -hmm. where everything is healed. Um, but when you get to that point, things become a lot easier. Um, but yeah, it's really about the self-worth part so much. And then the action becomes, you know, secondary. Mm -hmm. You still need to take action, but the first action take is in here. <laughs> Okay. So is that part of the practice then that you are constantly sort of working on yourself? Oh yeah. Yeah. Daily absolutely. Practice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I also noticed that you have a journaling workshop. Mm -hmm. do, you, do you believe that the journaling plays a big part in manifesting? Yeah. I mean, you don't have to do journaling, but you need to do something that takes the inner world into account. And for me, journaling it can be, um, I would, I mean, I'm not going to say it's exactly like having a life coach, but it's a good way to coach yourself. Um, so in that workshop, in the manifestation journaling workshop, I give seven different exercises. Um, so some of them are about, you know, casting a list and calling in things you want. And then some of them are about looking inward and 
um, doing more of the healing stuff. So yeah, it, t- it definitely takes the subconscious um, mind into effect and just doing that practice daily. Um, it makes a big difference. So, I mean, you can think that you're going to get around to <laughs> thinking those thoughts like while you're doing the dishes or something, but the truth is most of us don't. Mm. So for me, journaling is like a time to sit down and actually work on my brain. <laughs> mm-hmm. And how would you say that someone could recognize whether they're in alignment or out of alignment? Cause we know we need to get into alignment to come at manifestation from a place. Yeah. Of well, positive- So for me, the definition of alignment is when your uh, thoughts, your beliefs, your feelings, your words, and your actions are all in alignment with the thing that you want. Um, And so for most of us, we say we want something, um, but even when you're talking about it, it's not really in alignment. Um, Like, for example, if someone's trying to manifest money on the one hand, and then their friend is like, come do this thing with me, and they say, I can't, I'm broke. They're Mm. sort of affirming the brokenness. They're still speaking that into existence. Um, And it's not to say that you have to pretend you have a lot of money and lie to your friends and max out your credit cards, but there are ways that you can start to speak about yourself in the way that you want your reality to be. And I think most of us can make these little changes in our, our thoughts, our beliefs, our words, and our actions that will align more closely with what we want. Mm-hmm. So you- basically, if you're, if you're feeling resistance and if you're having a lot of what I call wobbles, like mm. trusting one moment and then not trusting the next, you're probably not in alignment. So there's probably mm-hmm. some work to do. How do you know whether you're in alignment? What is it that you notice in your being? That's like that magical flow state <laughs> where it, things are coming through easily. Um, you're not having that wobble inside your mind of being like, I'm, I'm, I know I'm going to manifest it. And then you're like, no, I'm not. All this other stuff is coming up. Like, or it's taking too long. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're calm. You're not like desperate. You're not chasing it. You're not any of that kind of struggle energy. Mm -hmm. It might not have come through yet, but you're in trust. Um, you've done the work, you've done the healing work, like that's, and things usually like there's, I I would say when you're in that flow state, there's synchronicities and signs and stuff like that coming up. So a genuinely overall good vibe, a well be a feeling of well being is a way of recognizing that state. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yes, I, I, I would caution people, against just thinking it's the good vibes thing, because mm. I think, I think a lot of the law of attraction books have done us a disservice by kind of implying that you just need to feel good. And that's yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm kind of want to give a descriptive sense of yeah. what you might expect to notice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because this idea of just getting in a good mood and it all being well, mm. I don't know. I mean, it the, kind good, of- the good mood, counts for sure but if if you're just feeling good and you haven't done any shifting of your limiting beliefs or your old patterns then it's probably not enough (laughs) okay okay Mm just take an inspo pause and this is a part of the show where I like to ask my guests a little bit about what they do what they're reading and listening to so to inspire others so are you a reader 
I am a reader. What am I reading right now? <laughs> I just started something new. Um, oh yeah, I started reading a book and actually it's not grabbing me. So that's why I can't it's not remember. <laughs> yeah, it's um, the 80-20 rule, which I thought uh -huh. was sort of a business book. And I, mm. I don't know, I, I'm only like a chapter into it. So um, can you yeah. recommend one that you would say, yeah, this one you should go and read? Oh yeah, so many books. Oh my goodness you are I really love called the desire map um, by cool. Danielle Laporte uh -huh. the desire map and that's a, it doesn't it, she doesn't specifically talk about the law of attraction or manifesting or anything like that but it's a really great book to get you acquainted with your desires it's just mm -hmm. a different way of yeah designing so, your life that's similar to journaling to maybe for someone who mm -hmm. wants to get into um, a practice of opening up and self-discovery yeah so it's definitely all about self-discovery and just I, I would consider it like life design like mm -hmm. expensive thinking about the way you want to live your life and the way that she writes it it's about feelings which is uh quite different like if you you know, if you're looking at normal goal setting books, it's about accomplishing goals and mm. it can feel very competitive and stressful. And mm. so this is a really different way of looking at it. Oh, great. That sounds wonderful. Mm. And do you get downtime watching TV or Netflix or movies? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course, especially during the pandemic. Mm. Um, what did I watch? Yes. Made for Love is a show I just watched, which I really enjoyed. It's only like eight episodes. Um, and it's about uh, this woman who is married to a Silicon Valley executive who has implanted a chip in her brain and she's trying to leave him. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty uh, interesting. I yeah. liked it a lot. Oh, yeah. Great. Yeah. Okay. I've not heard of that. I'll be going to check that out tonight. Mm -hmm. And do you listen to many podcasts or do you listen to music? What are you listening to? I listen to a ton of podcasts. Um, what would be the top one? Actually, I would say the Life Coach School podcast. Mm. <laughs> um, I've been listening to that one for years. And honestly, that was probably what inspired me to pursue life coaching myself because that wasn't something I ever thought of myself doing. So it's a lot of the stuff that she gives you in there is really practical advice that you can apply to your life, but it also, um, it inspired me to actually think of this as something that I can do as a career, which I wasn't thinking about um, like five years ago. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. And well done for getting it off the ground and running with it. <laughs> Thank you. And do you use apps or anything that you're using? Maybe it's um, tarot cards or a gadget, anything. Um, for an app, the app that I use for my meditations is Insight Timer. So I actually have a few meditations on there. Oh, great. Um, but I, yeah, and it's free. So you can go on there. There's tons of free meditations on there from thousands and thousands of teachers, not just me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I just use the, there's a timer function. So I can set the timer mm. and you can put on background music. And then the thing that really keeps me coming back to that is that it logs how many days in a row mm -hmm. you've meditated. So um, that is really inspiring to keep the Panic. habit going. I got up to 80 and then I didn't use it one day and it was like yeah oh, no. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly I had to go so back to zero <laughs> yeah so but yeah 
but right. I, that happened to me last summer and then I've had, I had a, had a really good streak since then. So <laughs> but one day I'm going to forget <laughs> or something will go wrong. And yeah. And, and then it's you okay. Guys, it's okay. Wow. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. It's okay. okay. Coming back to the show. Um, centers around the moon also you are very much in tune with the moon and witchcraft and how does the moon influence like the manifestation process um well I mean I like to describe it as a nice to have like it's just energy that's there and you can work with it if you want to um I don't make that like a necessary part of manifestation. I think you can manifest at any time. You can work on your self-worth stuff at any time. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, if you want that little extra bit of magic, then you can definitely work with the moon. Um, I have to say, I'm not super, um, like some people do a ritual, like on the quarter moons and everything. And I I can do, usually uh, I'll set some intentions at the new moon. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Don't even necessarily do full moon stuff, but it is, um, like the energy of the moon, basically to explain it is, uh, at the beginning at the new moon, there's like the moon hasn't appeared in the sky yet. And then for the next two weeks, it's going to grow. So it's a good time to set an intention because over the next two weeks, that energy will grow. So then at the full moon, it's at its peak and then it becomes smaller for two weeks. So it goes the other way. So Mm -hmm. at the full moon, it's a good time to release. So that's just a good thing to be aware of. Mm. Um, but, and I do, I have a, uh, my book that I wrote the mindful witch like that has a bunch of moon stuff in it. And I also have an ebook as well that goes a little bit further in depth about it. Um, but like I said, I think it's like a, a nice to have, it's not an essential Mm -hmm. in my world (laughs) anyway. Yeah. But there are people who certainly work with the moon and yeah follow a lot of that moon's sort of calling oh, yeah. and yeah I think it's really fun the thing that I I describe uh manifestation is like magic minimalism <laughs> like I, I, I like rituals and I like that world of magic and I like all that stuff but I think if you start to believe that it's this herb and this candle and this day of the week then you're maybe giving a little bit of your power away to those things more than yourself so that's why I like to add it on top yeah so it's always about your inner work Mm -hmm. first right yeah so ritual work should be strengthening your belief um Uh you can strengthen your belief in so many other ways and how do so also strengthening your self-worth through Mm self-care and self-nourishment what kind of things do you do for your own self-care um self-care is definitely I like to take a walk in the afternoon and listen to podcasts (laughs) that's really uh really grounding and a good place for me to you know learn things and find inspiration so I try to do that every day um I I do really like you know the typical bubble bath situation (laughs) Mm. would you say your journaling is also part of your self-care and your meditation definitely yeah oh yeah Definitely, for sure. Yeah, you notice yeah. when you don't do those things. Yes, I certainly, absolutely. certainly notice yeah. <laughs> when I don't do the meditation. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Yeah, meditating is huge for me. So yeah. I've actually been. I do the first one in the morning, and that's sort of a mantra meditation. And then in the afternoon, I've been doing an extra meditation. So, um, but I only meditate for like ten minutes, so mm. it's not like mm. I'm spending thirty minutes twice a day. <laughs> mm. 
Do you think meditation helps towards manifesting or are they two separate identities? I think it can definitely help. Um, for me, meditation is just really good at not letting your brain take over. We all have a monkey brain that's in there, mm. you know, doing its thing, thinking about things that maybe we don't want to think about. And meditation is a practice where you just can just get quiet. And like, it is a practice. So your brain, obviously, if you know, if you're a meditator, it isn't quiet all the time, even when you're meditating. Um, so for me, just that quieting down time can be so huge. And honestly, like we don't ever really give ourselves time to turn the machine off <laughs> while we're awake. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, you know, you can get inspiration, you can get, things can come through meditations. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say it's a manifestation tool, but I definitely, have had experiences Mm. where it has helped. Mm. I feel like if you go in with that intent, then you're not going to ever receive exactly in that moment. But when you go in open to just sit and do the practice, that's when you possibly not necessarily have those sort of insights. That's exactly it. Yeah. It's like you put too much pressure on it. Mm. It's not going to (laughs) happen. button. In today's meditation we're going to begin to explore the true nature of abundance. Abundance is not a circumstance or a condition. It has nothing to do with how much money you earn or how many close relationships you enjoy. These conditions are temporary. You're passing through them as you move through life. Abundance is never temporary. It's permanent. It's your natural state of mind which underlines everything you experience in the world. But if you're not attuned to it, you cannot recognize it. If you cannot recognize it, you cannot enjoy it. Therefore, the first steps towards experiencing true abundance in your life is to prepare the mind. Let's take a few moments to return to the breath. Relax more deeply into your point of awareness. Allow your mind to focus only on the motion of the air, in and out of the body. As you practice this meditation again and again, your perspective will shift. You will begin to think about the world in a new way, and the circumstances of your life will begin to appear different before you. With time, these circumstances will change. You will become more open, more affluent and more loving. It won't be long before you wake up every day feeling fulfilled, peaceful and abundant. Just take a moment to let these ideas settle as you come back to the breath. Relaxing your mind, relaxing your body and just breathe. Your goal today is not to achieve that abundance. Today we're simply focusing on your awareness. As you focus, your mind becomes more receptive. Your heart center opens and you begin to invite more positive experiences into your life. Noticing the breath as it comes into the body, you can say, I know I am breathing in. 
Now I am breathing out. Today is about the breath. Rest even more fully into it. Now I am breathing in. Now I am breathing out. Inhaling and exhaling. Whatever it is you want to do, whatever you want to achieve, whatever you want to have in your life begins with your state of mind. Abundance, joy and prosperity all begin with your mind. This is the secret of abundance. And when you're ready, it will appear effortlessly before you. As it is time for your life to flow with prosperity, love and success. Remind yourself often that you draw from a limitless and universal pool according to your own beliefs of how much you deserve. You're being reminded today to now believe in yourself and trust that you deserve more. Then you will attract abundance and the true riches of life. To feel surrounded by love, open your heart to others. Choose to do what fulfills you the most and joy, satisfaction and success will come to you. Remember by giving graciously and willingly, saying thank you for everything you receive, your prosperity will be enhanced and by enjoying all you have and more will come to you. Continue focusing silently for a few more moments, inhaling and exhaling. You can begin to open yourself up to abundance with the affirmation, I deserve love, prosperity and success. I deserve love, prosperity and success. When you're ready, gently coming back to the sounds you can hear around you. the show. I'm really curious because I'm mindful teacher, mindfulness teacher, sorry. I and also very much into the foundations of the law of attraction and putting out what we desire. That thing that we talked about at the very beginning about goal setting can sometimes feel um, pressurized and always future based. And how do you think the balance or the harmony of being in the now and planning and hoping and dreaming or those desires of the future play out for a good manifesto? Yeah. I mean, that is a a tricky question. So yeah, mindfulness is huge because, you know, uh, depression is like based on anger and looking backwards usually and anxiety is based on, you know, planning too far ahead. So yeah, of course, even in manifestation, if you're obsessing, obsessing, obsessing over the future thing and you're feeling not present, not grateful in this moment, um, then you're 
kind of missing the magic of the journey. <laughs> mm. And um, yeah, I, I always think happiness is a practice that you practice now. It's not like I, I get to be happy when my life is perfect and I've manifested that thing. No, you have to practice that now. You have to practice mm -hmm. feeling worthy now. You have to practice everything in this moment. So it really does have a lot to do with mindfulness, bringing everything back into now. Um, I think obviously planning for your future and dreaming big, it can be so beautiful and so inspiring. But again, if you get too stuck in that focus, mm. then you'll just end up back on the treadmill of feeling unhappy and like mm. you're never catching up. So yeah, mindfulness is huge. So could you give recommendations for those who are wanting to see maybe um, test in a way the universe, whether manifesting is actually working for them or some tools to help them begin to become aware because we're all manifesting all of yeah. the time. Everything that we have around us is a manifestation, whether we want it or not, it's right. actually <laughs> happening without us necessarily being fully aware of it so yeah. to become aware of what's going on so imagine we're going mm -hmm. to set out this new day tomorrow and we wake up and we say okay I'm going to be a co-creator and I'm going to manifest on purpose what would mm -hmm. you suggest they do I would suggest that you pick something that you don't have any emotional attachment to something like uh you know, a rainbow or a bird or a feather or I don't know, any other symbol or animal or, you know, something like that. And then, you know, say, hey, universe, <laughs> I want this sign to appear to me within the next 72 hours or so. So or put a time frame, give it a I would time, put a time frame. frame. Yeah, I would put a time frame on it about three days or a week or whatever, whatever you want to do. Mm -hmm. um, and then just sit back and wait. And it is so interesting to see that how these random things like a red balloon or whatever it is that comes through. And the reason why it comes through is because you set the intention, you requested it, but also you have no resistance to it. You are just, you know, it doesn't make any difference to you. It doesn't mean anything about you specifically, whether or not this red balloon or this rainbow shows up. So it's comes through really fast. And when you can start to see that, that that is the potential that is there, mm. then you realize that the things that you're calling in, like part of the problem is that you're resisting them and your mm. subconscious mind is fighting you and you've got, you know, there's something else going on. So Would that you can also, show you how easy it'll be. Yeah. And maybe also to not be hung up on how it's going to present itself. Right. It yeah, could absolutely. end up being a bumper sticker when you're expecting yep. to see it in the sky, like to really right. maybe be open to whatever it may be that's exactly so if it, it catches your attention then that's it yeah. you've you've manifested it that's your sign right. yeah exactly so like take the red balloon maybe you want a red balloon and you think it's gonna be like a kid walking down the street mm. with a balloon but it could be a drawing on a book or like mm. on a bumper sticker or like who knows like it could show up in so many different ways so yeah it's a really fun thing to do you should definitely try it <laughs> And to try and keep that um, positive vibe up there. No, it is important that you have a baseline of not joy necessarily, but good feeling. Mm -hmm. Good feeling, but openness, I think. Openness. Just, 
being willing to see what's around you and to know, like when you see, if you think the red balloon is going to be an actual red balloon and it's a drawing, then, but still know that that was meant for you, mm-hmm. that that was part of it. What are you offering your clients at the moment? How can people get in touch with you and what um, projects have you got going on? Could you share a bit uh, of that with us? Yeah, sure. So my fairly new um, program that I have on the Align Life is my program Recode. It is a monthly program. You can come in and you get my basic manifestation um, equation. <laughs> so I, I give you the basics on healing and recoding and taking aligned action and all of that stuff. So that is all in there, but it's a monthly program. So then you also get a new class, a new master class every month. And so there's also a library of meditations. So there's like a bunch of stuff in there. I've been working really hard on this. So and there's like it's quite robust now and I'm really excited to share it with people. So that is the main thing. Um, I also have the manifestation journaling workshop, which is separate, but you can take that. It's like, uh, I think it's a one hour video with there's workbooks um, and a bunch, 365 journal prompts in there. So you never get stuck. Mm-hmm. So that one's also great. Um, in terms of coaching, I'm doing business coaching on uh, focusing more on the spiritual entrepreneur side. Wow. So I, yeah, that so I'm taking, really interesting. Yeah, I really, I really enjoy this a lot. So it's taking, you know, the spiritual entrepreneur who is at the beginning of their journey, um, and helping them really nail down, you know, the basics, their messaging, all of that stuff, and just breathing life into the business that they want to have. Mm-hmm. So those are the main things. <laughs> and There's always new stuff coming. Yeah. <laughs> and where can people find you? People can find me at www.thealignlife.co. Um, and that is where I have tons of blog posts. I have uh, links to my podcast. My uh, YouTube stuff is on there as well. So yeah, that's the, the best place to find me. Or come over on Instagram and say hello over there. Same at The Align Life. Well, Jen, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show it's today. It's been so great talking to you. <laughs> As I mentioned to Jen during the episode, I've been really into the law of attraction for about 10 years, but not necessarily manifesting millions or my dream house. But the resonance of the message goes deep into my belief system. I love that joy is the ultimate goal and that alignment is truly our deepest desire. Whether we achieve our material dreams or not, the more aligned we become on the regular basis, the happier and more fulfilled we'll be, with or without the stuff. It's the looking around for the stuff that trips us up, as this immediately sends us back into a wobble and knocks us out of alignment. And something I've noticed over the last week or two that I want to share with you is, as I study my design and I'm learning to think in terms of generating, not manifesting. By that I mean I'm here to generate, to generate ideas, to generate good energy, to generate action and fun times. This helps me take out the need to manifest my dreams and instead to generate the energy I want to put out into the world. This keeps me as a witness to my emotions and my thoughts and I'm making the choice to choose my alignment over everything else. Not because it's going to bring me the stuff, the mansions, the millions, but because I sleep better at night, because my interactions with others are more harmonious, because life is more enjoyable, but mostly because that is truly who I am. So let me ask you, how do you see the world's abundance and how do you recognise it in your world? I'm blessed as I surround myself by abundance and prosperity. 
You may observe my world and have your own views and judgments as a witness to it. The deep feeling I get in simple moments are my way of recognising that I'm in alignment. Do you feel joy as you feel the heat of the shower on your body? Does the love you feel as you hug your pet or loved ones make you smile deep to your core? Do you recognise that moment of beauty in your day? The smile, the gift of laughter, does it hit you like a ping of abundance? When a bird flies alongside me as I walk, I recognise that as a gift from the universe. There have been many simple moments this week, such as suggesting a celebratory meal and my husband taking it on, sorting it out and paying and doing the organising of it all. The vocalising of the desire and the wish being granted is a manifestation. The shopping getting done without any input from me other than the gratitude I feel every time it's done. A very light working week this week was a gift. My classes felt like easy breezy beautiful moments. I found myself sitting in a class of students fully focused in their creative flow with an echo of silence and I breathed it in. I felt deep gratitude for that moment in my week, which leads to a sense of pure alignment and that's something I don't often fear while I'm teaching. And there's another thing I'd like to share as a form of self-care. I wasn't fully aware of it until until I started investigating my human design chart and things started really clicking into place. Like every morning I get back from my walk, I shower, dress and, and prep my breakfast for my break at work. Sometimes I have a piece of toast and I always make a turmeric latte and I would I would have time to drink it at home. But for some unconscious reason, I prefer to take it into work. I now know I have a deep desire for joy and vitality as I have gate 58 in my incarnation cross, which is all about living with joy. And oftentimes going into work doesn't feel joyful. Yet by taking in my latte with my oat milk and my spices and the warmth of the gifted travel mug, it all lights me up. I'm a generator. I'm only meant to do things that light me up. This isn't as easy as it sounds. Yet creating rituals that light you up around the mundane can really bring a sense of joy and appreciation in that moment. If you find yourself in a situation that doesn't necessarily light you up, think about bookends or breaks, even a mindful moment to reconnect with your centre. There are always ways to make the best of it. A little innovation and experimentation will guide you towards turning more and more of your day into moments of alignment. Over time, you'll be looking back and finding yourself in an aligned life. I wish you moments of expansion and joy this week. Keep your breath steady and your energy ready for the beauty that surrounds you. All the love. <laughs>